As firefighters, nurses, and emergency medical professionals, we can lead extremely stressful lives. I know one of my favorite things to do to clear my head is to get lost on a trail somewhere, but I always bring the right fuel to get to the top, and that's where True Wild comes in. True Wild is all natural and includes nothing but high-quality, handcrafted ingredients to help optimize your performance during any challenge in the great outdoors or in the gym. With amazing products to help you enhance your energy, like motion, or recover your sore joints with their signature turmeric and curcumin blend, True Wild helps elevate my athletic performance. Regardless of what kind of athlete you are, they have the product for you. Yoga? Get your mind right with their adaptogen blend. Endurance athlete, get a delicious sip of their watermelon lemonade hydration complex. Use the promo code 15WILDWALL for 15% off. That's 15WILDWALL at TrueWild.com. Stay wild. No one knows better than me how monotonous and boring recertifying your BLS and ACLs can be, but not with Surefire CPR. They utilize a team of passionate instructors with real-world experience who are currently working in the field. No more outdated retirees trying to tell you about how they did in the 1980s or soccer moms who just got their BLS card last week. Surefire CPR offers a wide range of classes on days, nights, and weekends to fit your busy schedule. You'll get your recertification and card in the same day. Get your BLS research, learn about rhythms in an EKG class, get your LA fire card, or take pediatric advanced life support. They have four separate offices spreading throughout Orange, LA, and Riverside counties and offer hundreds of classes per month. Register for a class today at surefirecpr.com today and use promo code HTW10 for 10% off now. That's HTW10 for 10% off at surefirecpr.com. I know it's been a while, guys, but welcome to another episode of Holding the Wall. I'm your host, Josiah. <laughs> and I'm Ryan, and we have no guest today. No guest, no plan. None. Well, in my defense, you've been super busy, and yeah. I was just more like pushing to like, hey, we need to put something out I know. rather than... I know. You know... Fuck um, great content. At this point, we should just settle for okay content. <laughs> I guess. No, I've had someone reach out. I mean, close friend avid listener i think she even got two of her friends that I, I gotta ask if they're medical but i know they're probably part of her like church group or something listening to us um but they're and like they hey still listen yeah after, like my foul mouth. i guess i'm but really like sorry, where's guys. all your episodes and i was like oh okay well three jobs right now yeah. <laughs> i think but, yeah. you need to quit one and then dedicate all that time you're spending at that one job to this i will eventually i just <laughs> gotta see how this second wave hits our call volume hasn't hit. Yeah, so. same here. Actually, as far as like, uh, I was kind of anticipating like, oh, this could be a big uptick in COVID calls. I haven't seen shit. Really? I'm actually mad because I was like, oh, all this stuff is happening. We're getting brought back to level purple or the fuck it is. Yeah. And all the gyms are closing. All this shit's closing. And I'm not seeing like the representation in our So area. are they just driving themselves? Because I've seen it in the ER. Have you? Yeah. I haven't seen shit. Well, it's weird. So the last couple weekends, uh, it's tapered off. To the point where they were like flexing personnel home, uh-huh. but uh, we are seeing it's weird. So at least in my ER, they come in waves, and it's it's you know they were joking. It's like like they're coming by the busfuls, but it'd be like the waiting room's empty, and then all of a sudden there's ten in line, and then we have a color coding system to know if it's like the hot area mm-hmm. or like a medical area. So they come, and it'd be like ten or eleven in the waiting room, and then they're all the color for the COVID area. And then oh, shit. you could see before they get placed in a room like the triage note, and a lot of them are positive. 
Really? Yeah, younger, like all round up, maybe 50 years old or less. Okay. Uh, and same thing, day five, six, seven, like halfway through. I don't think they're being admitted, uh, at least the ones that I've directly observed. Like they're they're positive, they're having trouble breathing. Usually we'll give them some Decadron and then mm-hmm. send them on their way. Um, but we're not seeing that like uh, intubated have to go to the ICU yeah. as much yet. I don't know. We've been wrong before. That's yeah. <laughs> but then we clear out the lobby, and then all of a sudden, COVID episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then we clear out the lobby, and then like twelve or thirteen, we check in just for the medical side, like abdominal pains and stuff like hmm. that, which is weird. And then once or twice, they'll catch something on abdominal CT, like the base of the lungs, and they'll be like, "Oh, infiltrates," oh. and they'll be like, "Oh, we got to move them over." So interesting. But I think we're seeing a less severe spread. It's still spreading, but I think it's less severe. Yeah, I have a feeling that it was so it ran so rampant through my city that like it's ran its course in our little area. Oh, good. That's my re- theory, at least. That reminds me because in like the Colorado Denver area, mm-hmm. since Jacob's out there, he was saying, "Dude, they are fucking slammed right now." Really? Yeah. Like they said that um, every hospital's on divert, and um, Jacob works in a psych ER, so every hospital's on psych divert. And they were using hallway beds. And then his particular hospital, they had like 80 employees out on either PUI or positive. Really? Yeah, yeah. So he said like they're getting wrecked over there. But I was like, wait, have, did you not have a bad first wave? Because I was like, this could be your first wave or something. Yeah, right. So. Well, what do you say? Was it? Did he ever have the experiences in the past? Or was no, it I don't like think so. First? So we had this back in July, August, yeah. you know, and then we've had a, a few intermittently here and there, like over the last, you know, month or so I've had four, five either positive or PUIs back in fucking July, August, it was like five a day. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, it was, it was crazy. So I don't know, maybe, maybe it's over with or trans course. Maybe. Hopefully. I'm hoping it like there's a bit big influx of snowbirds. So it's like the people who are visiting oh, yeah. Canada and I was other say. states and stuff. I'm hoping this all keeps them at home. So winter's just fucking slow. <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of get my bearings. Speaking back. of my partner on Monday, uh, Never heard of that term. Snowbirds? Yeah. I had never heard of it until I moved, or started working out here. What? Really? Yeah. I didn't know it was a thing. Okay. I thought my definition was a little different. I just thought it was rich people that had vacation homes. No, it's... From a, the East Coast. I think snowbirds because they're flying away from snow. Mm. Okay. So that gives it a b- broader population. But I also like it's because it's usually old people with white hair. Yeah. They come in the winter. They're white. And they fall. <laughs> and then <laughs> and you run a lot a of trouble. Yeah. So they come to our city and like uh, they get just shit-faced. They just got get, come and like party it up and get hammered and they fall and eat shit. It's it's crazy. That's so like, funny. W- like it's uh in winter. I swear to God, our uh, we have a huge influx in like our STEMI strokes and um, traumas from falls. Trauma, so funny. Oh, dude, it's ridiculous. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, cruising around your neck of the woods now. How come all your fine citizens usually have big heads and like just head facial tattoo? <laughs> I was like, oh, this is your welcome yeah welcome to our area no, I, I mean it was weird i was like okay i think that's a stereotype of the desert that's our demo dude but then like every patient in the er i was like huh head tattoo head yeah. tattoo yeah, yeah, yeah face tattoo I'm like okay cool all right you're you're all in the gang <laughs> i get it <laughs> the desert gang yeah uh, how was your week dude like call wise at all of your jobs at all of my jobs you came out my way but to the right i hospital. did so i know uh, my primary part-time is kind of same old, same old, low acuity, whatever. Um, but I wanted to say about, oh, I had a, such a good read-in on it before we had to do our little intro. But anyways, I had a positive patient at 
um, my other ER, my community ER. Mm-hmm. And God, it, it wasn't that it was a critical case, but it was just, what a memorable patient. So he came in, ALS, okay. from a sniff, kind of conflicting information. I've never been there, but they said either he had psych history or came from a psych ward of this sniff, was refusing his oxygen. Room air sats were in like the high 70s, low 80s. ANO4 uh, finally came in on a non-rebreather, but they said they were just able to convince him of putting that on in the bay. And I was uh. like, okay, fine. We, we get him into the room. He's to Kipnik. He's like 93 on 15 liters, ANO4. And um, yeah, just huffing, puffing away. And everything was fine, co- cooperative. And then they were just like, yeah, you know, he just didn't want it. Didn't uh, want to put on the oxygen. Uh, he's on like day seven or nine. Mm-hmm. Only history of diabetes, hypertension, and then methadone uh, methadone treatment for like the past seven years. So he's got some uh, substance abuse yeah, history, right. right? And then, I don't know, a couple hours in. Oh, and then like they, they did ABGs. And like, I'm not a master in reading them. I'm, mm-hmm. still, I'm getting reacquainted to them. And they weren't actually that bad. I mean, he was a little hypoxic, but, you know, we were putting him the, the O2. Uh, and then like an hour in, just flips. Like, one, he, he keeps taking off the non-rebreather. And then RT came and put him on a high flow cannula. Mm-hmm. And then like every five fucking minutes, he takes it off. Like, oh, no, like it too much pressure or it bothers me. Shut like, up. I don't fucking know. And then he's like, what? It doesn't go there? And it's like fucking in between his eyes. I was like, no, man. Like you put it in your nose, right? It's going to help you breathe. And I was like, look, you feel it? It's like, yeah. I was like, does it feel like a mustache on your lip? And he's like, yeah, you leave it there. Leave it. It's a mustache. Okay. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know. And and then like five minutes later, takes it off. And then I was like, oh, hold on, man. Where are you? He's like, so I asked him, I was like, what do you think you are right now? And he answers all the orientation questions mm-hmm. appropriately. So I was like, okay, this guy's just hard-headed or whatever. And then so... I just, that, that's like the, the circle, right? Every five minutes having to tell him to keep his fucking oxygen on. Because as soon as he takes so it off, annoying. he goes right back into the 80s. And then he just like flips the switch. It gets all aggro. Like, he's like, hey, man. I was like, am I under arrest? And I was like, no, no, you're not. No, you're in a hospital. So, so I could leave if I want to? And I was like, yeah, but you're very sick right now. I was like, that oxygen is keeping you alive. Like, you'll die without it. And I was just like trying to get to the point, right? Yeah. And he's like, what? I'll die? And I was like, and I was like, well, Pretty yeah, much. you have COVID. And then all of a sudden, and like, this is where it like took it. I, I need, I was speechless. He's like, oh no. And he starts yelling. He's like, I don't need this. I don't need it. Like, I don't need this. Like, yeah, I got COVID, but I want to go back to my nursing home. I was like, you can't go there. They can't take care of you anymore. They were taking care of me before. I was like, well, you're here now because you've exceeded like what they can do for you. Yeah. And then he's like, no, no, they owe me. And I was like, what do you mean they owe you? They gave me COVID, so they owe me a bed. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then I was like, sir, you're very sick. If you if you leave without the oxygen, there's a good chance you'll die. Like, if you just let me do my job, we'll get you feeling better and you go back to your sniff. Like, you know. No, absolutely not. And then he's like, no, I don't need this. The president had a COVID and he's fine. So I'm fine. God damn it, Trump. Oh, yes. Fuck me again. Dude. And I was like, what? I'm sorry, sir. What did you say? He's like, no, he had COVID and he didn't need oxygen. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I was like, sir, you know, one, he's the president. He got the red carpet treatment and like experimental drugs, something that you're not privileged to. And then he's like, no, well, I know I'm not sick because I'm hungry and I, I want a turkey sandwich. And I was like, what the? F-? Dude, it was like that. The whole sh- I think I took over this dude at like 
1 p.m. and I had him all the way to shift change. That sucks. Dude, and he wasn't even that sick. Like, I mean, he let us get his IVs, and but he just kept taking off his oxygen. And then towards the end, like right at shift change, he, he started bargaining. He's like, I am not going to put my oxygen back on to you. Get me a room. And I was like, uh, sir, does it like you need to keep that oxygen on? Or you like, anyways. Good Lord. Sounds like a giant pain in the ass. He was. I think the other nurse had a better, or his tactic was, uh, okay, just leave the oxygen off. He'll pass out. We'll put it back on. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. All right, fair enough. So, I mean, that was it. I just thought it was funny. The president had COVID, and he's fine. So I'm fine. Flawless logic, sir. Dude, the doctor was like, you need to just throw him a bone. I mean, he fried his brain on drugs. <laughs> I was like, all right. But then I was like, oh, man, there are people like this out there because of. I yes. was like, oh, great. My week, uh, I was on the engine this week, so it was pretty, oh, pretty chill. Yeah. So we, uh, <laughs> our staffing still isn't back to where it should be, but... um. All of our crew is there, so we are able to switch back and forth on the engine. God, engine life is so good. It's so chill. <laughs> so, like, we did a bunch of, um, there's a engineer's test coming up. Mm-hmm. I am torn on whether I want to take it or not. I think if I were to take it, it would be, like, a big-time rush job to get prepared for it. And even then, like, even if I got test ready, I wouldn't be, like, I'd have a foundation of where I need to be, not really knowing everything that would mm-hmm. entail being an engineer. So I'm a little hesitant. I kind of want to like push or push it off till the next test so I can go into it knowing everything rather than, you know, just kind of not half-assing it, but just enough to pass the test. So know? for some, what entails, like what, what are the responsibilities of an engineer besides, I mean, you operate the apparatus, right? And then yeah. you're in charge of... Pumping. Yeah. So but anything... Like, that 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 means a lot but like so um in charge of the apparatus but all the little fixes we don't have a uh Mm. mechanic we don't have a a mechanic for our department oh so we either the engineer fixes it himself or we have to send it out to a mechanic and have them come and so we don't have like an in-house mechanic like for the diesel engine right basically okay so all the little shit you have to know how to fix or like that's why anytime one of the engineers has to fix something, whether small, big, you know, I'm always trying to be right next to them so I can watch them do it. Cause I am not mechanically inclined. I don't know shit. Like I don't know how to change my my oil, yeah. change a tire, and a spark plug. <laughs> that's about it. Like my I, my dad was never one of those mechanic or yeah. you know guys that taught me anything about that shit. So I'm not good at it. So I don't have even a good foundation, let alone the advanced knowledge of like changing out you know certain parts and all this shit it's just it's a lot i feel like that's that's easy to pick up though especially when you're in a field where you use a lot of tools and you're very hands-on to a degree okay. but i'm also scared about breaking a million dollar engine or like fucking something up you know no. so the, the little you'll break a bolt i don't think you're gonna break the engine <laughs> the little things i you know i i want to learn but then also like um the pumping and the hydraulic mm-hmm. stuff you know you can know the when it comes down to like operating on a fire you know the the pumping levels and psi and stuff they're kind of preset because you know this is a hundred foot stick with a tft nozzle okay this is a 150 foot stick or inch and three quarter with a tft nozzle it's kind of easy but like when it comes to doing the math and all the the different problems they'll give you there's a lot to it like i haven't taken the operating portion of um the driver operator class so i still have to learn some of that but i'm going through our hydraulic um, policy and it's there's a lot to it you know there's a lot of memorization there's yeah. a lot of like 
doing quick math in your head and, and then just the procedures of how we do things as far as like doing a changeover. So when you hop out of the, uh, the engine and somebody runs out of hose and they need to get water on the fire right away, you're just taking from the tank and then pumping to that hose line. Mm-hmm. So it has to be real quick. But then somebody else is getting a uh, water supply from a hydrant. So you have to take that, that hose, attach it, switch it over. It's like, there's a lot to it. Yeah. And you know, we were doing some, some, uh, training. We were doing training yeah. on all this engineer shit. And, uh, it was my first time running through it. And I was just like, it was not smooth. It was very humbling, sucking so badly at something. So it was just one of those things where I was like, oh, dude, I used so to be stressful. so scared of that stuff. Just the being in that z- uncomfortable position. Dude, but like sucks. when you come out at the other end and you learn something from it and you grow, like, I don't know. I used to be terrified of that. Well, yeah. Cause especially uh, in medical school after my first time, yeah. you know what my captain said to me? He was like, how do you think that went? I was like, I don't think it went very good. He was like, that was fucking terrible. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks cap. Thank you, sir. He was like, I hope you take this in like, uh, how, how do you feel right now? I was like, not great. And he's like, good. Don't, you don't want to feel this way again. Right. Right. And it's, it's like, it's like, yeah. almost like you're getting berated, but, and like you have that shit feeling. It's like, I understand this is a learning process, but it's not fun either, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that's been a lot. Uh, Call-wise, I think the only crazy call, fucking GHB, man. It gets you every time. Really? So it it's funny. It's not the first time. I, oh, so we have a uh, a physician ride out right now. Oh, okay. So she was here for the first time this She's a resident, shift. I'm assuming, right? She's a resident. Yeah, yeah, okay. At one of the hospitals that we go to. And she's here for with us the next month. Now, we've had a few others, and all of them have been really cool for with us. Nice. So, uh, so far, she's she seems cool. Are but, they the full shift? Like, they bunk with you guys? No, no. no. Oh. She was there from, like, 8 to 6. Oh. 8 to 6 uh, for our shift. So, two days, and then they have a couple days off. But the first day, it was, like, the curse of the ride-along. Zero calls. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So, like we had, like, six. a fire, and then it, we, she didn't run shit. So, she, like, had to go out with us and, like, Watch this train and stuff. It was just like, oh man, this must be so boring for her. She like sat and took a nap and like one of the recliners at one point. <laughs> and then the next day, it was still it was another kind of slow day. But um, we had a, a had a okay. So this is what I was gonna say. It's it's not the first time that I've showed up to a call and I asked the person who was conscious. I'm like, oh, what's this guy's story? And they're like, oh, we just met. Okay, what's his name? I think his name's Kyle. <laughs> okay. Like, All what's right. his last name? He's like, I don't know. We met on fill in the blank. Yeah. yeah. Grinder. So that was, that's, that was this. He had a bag full of clothes and he was like, oh, I went to work and he went to go take a shower and I think he took GHB. This kid, it was an older guy who was conscious and then a younger guy oh. who was just completely prone, unresponsive, bleeding from his forehead, what the? completely butt ass naked in the shower. A little bit of shit everywhere, like off to the side. Like he was just, he was gross, right? Wow. And uh, Taylor goes in there, gives him the sternal rub, no response. And oh, uh, you know, we're sitting there talking like, hey, get a C caller. We're going to get a sheet. And all of a sudden, this kid just pops up, ready to fight. <laughs> like, what? He's completely altered. He's like trying to push us, but he like has blood running down his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like has shit on him <sighs> and butt naked. And I'm like, I just grab him by the neck and like push him away, kind of like stiff arm him. I was like, calm down, calm down. But he's like, he's yeah, altered, yeah. you know? So there's no... Dude, that's the worst kind of altered, like... Yeah. So this doctor was like, we should get a C-caller on him. I was like, this kid's not going to tolerate a C-caller. Yeah, 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 And she was like, so... That's the one thing that she couldn't get past. Just like, tunnel vision? Yeah. Oh, she's yeah. like, we need to get a C-caller on this kid. And he's like, fucking sitting up and yeah, yeah, yeah. yanking on everything. We had to restrain him at one point. So we're like... Uh, 
so I, I kind of walk him out of the shower, like holding his neck. And then we, uh, we wrap him in a blanket and let's kind of like slowly walk him out to our gurney. And he can't tell us what his name is, what's going on. He's just awake. We lay him down. He keeps sitting up. I'm like, okay, the C-spine's compromised at this point. Let's like move past the C-spine. Yeah, yeah. He, the guy says he's on GHB and he's kind of acting like it a little altered, but he has a good size lack and he's unconscious for, I don't know. How yeah, long. yeah. So they bring him to the trauma center, but the whole time she's like in Taylor's ear, like, Hey, do you want to try to put a C-spine? He's like, <laughs> help yourself. He was like clawing at it and falling <laughs> on it and stuff. I was like, well, what are they? Are, are they supposed to be an observer? Or they're actually trying to practice medicine. So apparently, she tried to do an IV on the next call, and it was it went horribly wrong. She'd never started an IV without an ultrasound or like guidance. Yeah, yeah. So even the our EMT was just like looked at her. So I had like how I was getting ready to go in. He's like, mm, just turned around and walked away. And he's like, oh, it's not gonna get that. <laughs> it's going horrible. Oh, that's funny. But uh, like, it was just kind of Taylor. Even at one point, was just like, so this patient's altered. You know, he's not tolerating much of anything right now. How do you think he's going to handle a, a C caller? She's like, well, it's really important. We're like, help yourself. And she had to suffer through like the yanking on and moving around and all that stuff. And I was like, so that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Like, you have to trust us a little bit out here. We've done this once or twice. That's weird. It's that level funny. of like, uh, not education, but I think there's a disconnect. There has to be a disconnect. Yeah. Like, you spend so much time in the books and then you're like, oh, I don't know. This is why they. I just wanted it to be like one of those moments where like, oh, now I understand why sometimes they don't come in with a C-caller or, you know, one of right. those things. Yeah, yeah, And she just didn't seem to like be grasping it at that moment. And then afterwards, she's like, oh, it's kind of interesting seeing guys like work really well as like a team. Yeah. Like, yeah okay. I think so. most doctors get it, but I wonder how long it took them. That's when I was driving through and I was like, I wonder where all those stories come from. Where's the, what is it called? The fortress or the, uh. We, were asked, we asked her about it, and uh, we're like, oh, have you heard of this? And she was like, no, what's that? And we started describing, she's like, oh, wait, so this is just like the boys club? I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and fucking, we're like, oh, you know, she's like, oh, it's just like, you know, a little hotel, right? Like, no, it's not just a hotel. <laughs> we started describing it, and she's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was so like, funny. It's a trip. And so, so uh, she starts describing it, this call, and it was our call that she got our patient. Oh. And I was like, oh, it was another GHB call. It was like, we were talking about this before we went on this GHB call. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, oh, that was us. We brought you that guy. <laughs> and she was like, oh, and, and didn't the, a guy from the same room come the net earlier, or like a little later that day? So we went on that same room and the same place twice, and it's for the different. Oh, really? Different guys. Oh. And uh, I'm pretty sure that, oh, so the, one of the guys woke up and he got raped. What the so heck? Those kids got GHB'd by some um, some other guest. Oh shit! Because we went in and we were asking his friend the, for the first call. I was like, you know, what he take? And he was like, he does not do drugs. He doesn't do anything. Like I don't know what's going on. And he seemed pretty sincere. I was like, oh, fucking guy. Okay, whatever. Maybe he just sh- yeah, yeah. Uh, snuck something. And then not three hours later, we were running on that kid. And he's has the exact same presentation. Oh, and he was like vehement that he didn't do any drugs, nothing. So I think they. Well, and then well, I guess the she said that one of the guys woke up and was like, "I got raped." I think. Oh yeah. Jesus! Eesh. Got roofied. Could you imagine Damn. a heterosexual bar where on a regular basis the clientele got raped? That shit would be shut down so quick. Wait, but th- they weren't even that. 
They weren't even gay? Hmm. They were gay. Oh, you're talking about, oh, I see what you're saying. No, if it saying, was flipped, if the shoe if was the, on the if, other foot. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Could you imagine just going out to some bar and like, yeah. oh yeah, like six, six girls got raped here in the last yeah. week. Like, what? Yeah. That shit, like, it would be closed. That, that shit would, would end up on like 60 Minutes or there'd be a Netflix sure. special about it. Yeah, it would yeah. be a fucking documentary like next yeah. thing like I'm watching. But like, there it's just, eh, you know. Yeah. You roll the dice that when you come to go to a gay bar, I'm like, Jesus, God. the fuck? But wasn't it like, I feel like it was something I'd, I'd hear on Rogan. It's like, yeah, yeah so you're homosexual, right? you're attracted to the same sex, but then you still have like the hormones. Male and, tendencies. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, you know, like uh, some of the guys are less than open-minded in the department. They're like, oh, you know, it's so gross. But I was like, think about it. Think about how fucking depraved you would get if you were the like one guy at a resort and it was loaded with beautiful women as far as you like every type of woman in yeah. the world that you'd want to see and they're all there and they all just want to fuck you <laughs> all the time could you I was, I was like what would you do how fucking disgusting would you get you'd get gross real quick right <laughs> and they're like i guess and i was like that's what it is like that's yeah. what it is for like this this resort yeah you know i was like i fucking get it like i don't i don't want to see it i'd be as grossed out as i would if i was going to like a heterosexual resort where everybody's just like sucking each other's dicks and, and fucking <laughs> each other i'm like jesus christ you guys don't have rooms you like mean burning man yeah exactly, yeah <laughs> so i was like I, th- I find it as weird i think like could you imagine like i would be disturbed if i walked by a, a woman in stocks getting banged by like six different dudes yeah that would find i'd find that disturbing i find it equally disturbing <laughs> when a guy is getting pounded disturbing, by like, six different dudes. is there a film crew around yeah no, this is like, not a fuck is not a production on. yeah that's weird it's dark yeah it's a dark place mm-hmm so you know i'm not a bigot but that was my call yeah is uh yeah we oh yeah i haven't done anything i was trying to think i just started a couple ivs nothing nuts you don't want to ask you so like there's not much going on in like the youtube world too and i follow i think i've watched enough like stringer videos that it starts recommending me like you know like loud labs on scene tv you haven't seen an uptick in like trauma or anything like that? Like there's been so many TCs that end in like a fatal or double fatal that they've been posting. So like in, I've in, missed a couple of them. So the the night I went on, so I worked at 72. Mm-hmm. The night I went on, um, the guys at the other station went on a a bad cutter where the guy got pretty fucked up, but he, he lived. And then a... Fully involved car fire off the freeway. So they were pretty busy, you know, like <clears throat> we've had a lot, I've had a lot of car fires recently hmm. and like little brush fires where it looks like some homeless person tried to light a bush on fire in front of a, like a business. What the heck? Uh, it's like three in the last two weeks. Huh? Yeah. And the kind of the same vicinity too. That's oh, I'm in my new station. I didn't, I don't think I mentioned that. You what? I'm in my new station. So they tore down my old fire station. They built one, a nice one across the street. Oh, I don't know. So that. that's uh, been interesting going, definitely going through growing pains. What do you mean? aesthetically beautiful okay functionally really what yeah like some of the cupboards weren't finished like they had they put the the, like the layout of the kitchen's weird the gym's really small um they put us all in dorms even though it's a brand new fire station they didn't give us our own rooms it's just all one dorm the radio is kind of fucked up so like we get calls from the for the bc in the middle of night even though he's not at our station (laughs) like what the heck it's a kind of a shit wait so they but physically, it's bigger in square footage than the old station? Way bigger. 
and it's huge. They never give you private rooms. Nope. What the heck? It's it's been a kind of a pain in the ass, but cool too. Huh? Yeah. It's eventually going to be good, but the the tones we're supposed to have heart saver tones when it cut, we get to our MDTs and change to um, the I forget what kind of dispatching it is. Heart saver tones is that the stuff? Oh wait, no, you did an internship. You did Calfire. Do, 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 do. Medic four eleven. You have a call. Yeah, so it doesn't spike like a. So right now it's. Oh no <laughs> way! So is it really scary? Damn! Middle, so like a light will turn on, kind of wakes you up, and all of a sudden it's like, bah, 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 bah. it's like oh, fucked fuck. up, scares the piss out of you. That's like old like even squad during the 51 day. Shit. Oh, it's the fucking tones that go off for the engine are scare the piss out of me. What the heck? Yeah. It's Do you have that light above your bed too that turns on? Yeah, That's the new one. All the ones turn red. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're not supposed to. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to flash a blue light when it's a medical aid, a red light when it's a fire, and then oh. I think it's something like that. But it's all red all the time. So you kind of like, and it, at first I thought it was we were getting fire, and then and then sometimes it just doesn't work. Sometimes the, we, like, we have to leave a pager on because sometimes only the pager will work and not go over the whole station. Oh, we have to go run into the captain's office and like, hey, we're getting a call, and like run out. It's, it, I don't know. It's what the heck? And it's huge. It's a real bitch to clean. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. I you know, know, speaking of calls, I guess uh, one of my EMTs, I still haven't figured out if there's an out of shoot time at at my transport job. Oh, yeah. Because, like, they, uh, only the EMTs get a pager, or it's like a it's like a Palm Pilot or something. Not a Palm Pilot, like a, like a Android phone. Okay. And so the EMTs actually take care of that. They they carry both sets like of keys. Like a Nokia sidekick. What? Flips up. <laughs> oh, dude, that would be way better then. At least it has a keyboard. <laughs> um. But so they they would come knock on like my dorm mm-hmm. uh, if we got a call on a twenty four and they said like one of the EMTs was like dude you wake up like we're still running nine one one I was like what we don't have like a shoot time he's like bro relax I was like ah, this is weird like, <laughs> the pickup time's not for forty five minutes dude calm down yeah because it's like hey Ryan we got a call and I'd be like oh huh? what okay cool and then I put on my pants and shit and it's like damn bro you like shot up in bed I was like is that from like nine one one days I was like I don't know I thought that's what you're supposed to do. we don't have a shoot time yeah the so, uh, in the at night, dude, I just like half awake. That's another thing. You can't dim the fucking lights in the station, hmm? so you can turn down the lights in the dorm. Yeah, when you go to bed, but you can't turn down any light anywhere else in the station. It's like a safety thing? No, they just haven't programmed them oh yet or something. So when you open up the dorm, it's just the sun in your face, and you're like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> your eyes are burning. You're like trying to put your clothes on but it's also like you can't open your eyes because it's uh, dude it yeah, yeah sucks and it had there hasn't been like a slow night at this new station for whatever reason since we got in there huh and and it's not going to get any better because the casino is opening up like oh, next yeah. week weren't they supposed to add a station or no they just redid one of your well, just redid our station oh. yeah. we watched it get bulldozed just or uh during our shift Oh, the old one? It's very unceremonious. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 5 a.m. We see a, a big bulldozer come rolling in. We're like, hmm, I wonder what that's for. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> By morning coffee, like, hey, the uh, the old station's pretty much gone. I'm like, what? I look out and say fucking, <laughs> just fucking getting rammed through. I'm like, oh, shit. Damn. Just like that. Yeah. Yeah, so far. Nice. Not too bad. But I had to yell at my... Your trainee? My little trainee. Oh. He's done with probation, but like... Oh, okay. He's kind of acting like his probation's done, which means he's he's done doing all the bitch stuff. 
Oh, that's not how it doesn't mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I worked overtime that my first day and uh, five people mentioned something to me. I was like, eesh. So it's like, like five different people were like, Wait, oh, you, he, he you were on the engine, right? Or were you supposed to keep, are you like his? So the, fr- the men- first day I was on quote the unquote mentor unit. or something. No, it was just, we're just his senior firefighters, quote unquote. Oh, okay. okay. Even though we're brand fucking new <laughs> ourselves. But, um, he, uh, so I was on the medic unit the first day and then engine next two days. Okay. But I was working on a different crew and there was like two of them that brought up something, some, a bunch of stuff. And then we were, I talked to my engineer. He talked to one of his, uh, guys from another station that he's close with. And he started kind of bitching about some stuff that he did. And, and then Taylor came on shift and he mentioned a, a thing or two. And I was like, fuck dude. Okay. We have to like sit down and have a talk, like a real talk. Yeah. And he seemed a little, he seemed receptive to it. But then like the day we're going off, like I wanted to fucking kill him because oh. it's just like that little shit you, you, you know, you notice, but it's just pure laziness that you don't do anything about it. Like as he was leaving, he's, so we have this, uh, it's like a little bin that has, um, like a rough material, rough rubber in it mm-hmm. that we fill with water and bleach. So you can go in there, step in it, shuffle around your shoes and supposed to clean your shoes, oh, your okay. boots, right? So if we go to like a COVID call, that's what they got it for. And they're really expensive. Like it was like $700 each waste of money. Wait, the bin? The fucking bin thing. Oh, I thought you made this. No, it sounded no, like you made like it. It's like a fucking bin thing that the chiefs bought us. Oh. And uh, so the last time that the BC came down, he saw that it was, it was dried up and empty and he was pretty pissed about it, right? So we'd mentioned that we, hey, we need to be on top of that and- it was the morning we were going off. I see him step. He looked down, saw I was dry, then stepped in it, walked over it, grabbed his shit, and then walked through it again to put his stuff in his car. What? And I was like, hey, man, I'm getting some bleach. Fill that with water. And he's like, oh, okay. Uh, like, bro, that's the fucking shit we were just yelling yeah, at you yeah, about. Yeah. That you're you're not doing, like, the garbage is, the little shit, like, the wiping down and stuff. Like, you still have to do that. I still do that. And yeah, I'm yeah, fucking yeah. three times as far as you, if that's how you want to put it, you know? It's like... Fuck, man. Yeah. And he's a nice kid, but I just want to fucking shake him because he's driving me crazy. I'm going to have to delete like, all this. <laughs> it's just me bitching. <laughs> but it, No, but it's, it's not. That's just like, like you can yeah, find... something, right? Yeah. You can find something. And if not, go fucking work out. Forget Goddamn probies not doing their shit. Well, yeah. But that's just like decent like housekeeping stuff. Like It's just know. not being lazy. Yeah. That's it. That's all I'm asking. It's like, if you know something, fix it. As long if it doesn't require you telling anybody else, just fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> that was my rant. Good, get it out. What else is going on with you? We should kill this bottle of wine. We and, should. And Actually, I should, pour, I should pour mine heavier because I sip more than you. So I'll, I'll take my share up front. Just fill up your wine glass to the top. I probably will. How do you say that? Say what? Mayomi. That's what I thought it was. Tonight. We're enjoying a nice glass of Mayomi Pinot Noir. Yeah, nice glass. I, I finally got a... It's a middle-class fancy Costco. Angly into wine, slowly but surely. Dude, I'm more functional on it. Like, I could be a little buzzed, but I won't be like, oh, I feel a little full. I should just sit in front of the TV Slur- and veg out. I yeah. know. That's the whole point. Like, I could drink... To like to get this an equivalent buzz is like two glasses of wine. I need to drink like four beers. And I'm all full and yeah. burpy and yeah. just like... Oof. It's a pain. It's it's more difficult. You know, I started it when I was in Vegas last week. I don't know if you saw the pictures. Did that like hot pot at the Palazzo? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Carol's birthday. 
I saw the hot pot. I didn't know you went to Vegas, though. Oh, yeah, it was in Vegas. No wonder she got COVID. What's that? No, that's separate. (laughs) Very safe. We'll see. (laughs) She's just been a a, a, a a passive spreader the whole time. She's a spreader. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, No, I ordered it with with dinner, and it actually went pretty well. I was like, all right. With hot pot, huh? Uh, Well, I mean, we had, they were known for like a, a Wagyu menu. Ooh. So it went. It went pretty good. It was called. The, I think it was called the Wagyu for two. It rhymed. That's cute. <laughs> it was good. Um, yeah, it's not bad. I don't. Oh, so at work, like, dude, the past month, like, you know, I asked them I wanted to take on more responsibilities in the department, and then yeah. they made me like, God, I wonder if I have anybody from that work listening now. It sounds weird, but like, they made me team lead of this area where we just have like holds, observations. So you get serial troponin for your chest pain. Gotcha. Uh, some mechanical falls that they probably want uh, physical therapy eval before they get discharged home. Um, so then I'm like team leader, which is like unofficial. It's like charge nurse and training gotcha. for this. Like it's not an ER. It's like a, a floor. It's like med search holds. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that. So I haven't really had exposure to anything like <clears throat> crazy. Crazy. Yeah. So I try to, well, it's funny. I always joke that I bring something to study because everyone's like, oh, no one's doing shit back there. But I don't know. Like when I'm back there, I make it a point to not be sitting down too. If my nurses are working, I'm going to work too. Like, um, usually if I fill up quickly those beds, I'm giving breaks or I don't know, you know, some people, I feel like that'll give breaks. I'll be like, okay, go on your 15 and I'll just watch your patients for like call lights for yeah. 15 minutes. But I was like, dude, 15 minutes, I could get one or two things done in those 15 minutes. So you have mm-hmm. anything to do. So, I mean, it's pretty, it keeps me busy, like task oriented, but I haven't nice. really like clinically grown. I think because it's different, right? It's, it's more like personnel management and like customer right. service and but yeah that's that's you're learning a different skill yeah so cool, i'm not i remember i told them i, I was like but you also you, don't sound like when the the lazy fox who just like lets everybody fend for themselves you're like getting in there and trying to help out you do i see it all the time we're like oh who's the charge it's so and so like where are they they're fucking hiding in the back like break yeah. room or some shit and you're like, no i couldn't do that drives me nuts plus it's especially on night shift i was like dude if if i had that time to to stop I'd probably get like tired or sleepy. That's and, a good point. But I mean, I'm I'm there to work, and like, dude, if we're all we're all in this shit together, like that's the thing. Like, I I just been doing that, and so I do pack a book if if I could read, but like, I'm I'm usually not. She's been pretty busy. Yeah. At least keeping because you keep that section full, and it it allows the ER to see patients and stuff like that. So gotcha. I think I'm getting brainwashed with all this flow and productivity. But I mean, that's <laughs> that's the that's the name of the game, right? You fill up. If I fill up quickly, then I don't have to worry about breaking my nurses and whatever spot fires come up that's nice so um but i did i did pick up a book for the transport job called the ventilator book oh didn't you post something like that i did yeah, yeah, yeah. oh just on my story um nerd whatever I'm kidding i, I need I'm it reading like Dude, three books right now Are you well, really? i just finished one so i'm not comfortable to like regurgitate it yet but it definitely it's like a what was that yellow a cliff notes it's like cliff notes for ventilator gotcha. setting so like oh, it'll cool. tell you like you know like uh your ac versus your simv and like like settings on the fly hmm. it probably i bet you your your ride along knows of the book yeah because it'll just tell you like you know if you need to buy 10 minutes while you're hanging manitol for a bleed you'd want to up uh hyperventilate and then if they're retaining whatever you want like you'd probably want like a longer uh exhalation time so that mm-hmm. you know there, there could be the gas the gas exchange and stuff like that so i'm slowly working through it and like it takes me a couple read through to kind of internalize it. Yeah, some of those books where it's more textbook like is a little harder to. Yeah, it's but not it, a concept; it's more specific. So you kind of like ah, I read that part, like didn't really think in. Let me reread it. Yeah. So I mean, that's the only thing I'm powering through right now. Nice. But I mean, dude, like I guess I've been pretty much a white cloud there. Like I'm doing, I'm doing like what we used to do at our old company, 
level transports at like nursing pay, and it's it's pretty cool. That's nice. So, that's not bad at all. But that's like like the two times I was out percent of the yeah the CCTs. No, you for know. sure it is. So like the two times I was out in the desert, it, there was it was like post op abscess. Okay. Super easy. Yeah, I was, and I go there. It's like that was the fucking. Is he septic? Is he febrile? No, no, he just needs to go back down to where we had had, more acute patients. Yeah, where he had (laughs) a surgeon. Shit show. Yeah, Um, and then the other guy needed to go to his oncologist on Monday night. So, dude, I think it was just sitting down for that long. Like it was an hour and a half out to on scene, picked him up, (sighs) and then went down south. Right, right, right. One hundred and fifty-six miles. Jesus yeah. Christ. Seriously? 156 miles. And it wasn't like, if, I don't know, like, I'm not asking for it, but I was like, if if the patient was a little more involved, like, had drips to be titrated, I think that time would have gone by faster. But I this guy was... tired on those calls. This guy I, like, was have to, like, stable. sit behind him and, like, sit on my phone because I, like, needed something, yeah. some kind of stimulus. I'm like, fuck, man, this is such a long, dr- like, yeah. drive. I'm starting to get tired. I can't fucking fall asleep with this dude. Yeah, exactly. Back. I mean, that's what we did, but like the, the monitors are older, so they go off Q15 and I have to manually enter the vital signs. So that kept me engaged a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, what, two hours? Dude, two you and a half hours? You finish your narrative five minutes and you're like, fuck, what yeah. do I do now? Yeah. So same thing. Like I was in the back and like, yeah. Every time the monitor would beep, I was like, oh, I got something to do. <laughs> log in, enter the vitals. Nothing. Oh my God. Manually? <sighs> yeah. I don't even know how to do that anymore. Yeah. Well, my shit downloads. <laughs> super easy. I was telling them, I was like, dude, if we ever upgrade to the Zoldex, that that would be the thing. They're nice. But yeah, just ALS level transports. Still waiting. I mean, not waiting, but I mean, I want to be challenged, right? Like, I want to run event call and stuff. I had like several weeks of just super frustrating calls. I think like two two days, two days of two separate shifts. So that, I think that made it that much worse. We're like... It, well, one, it was three weeks of like, I don't think I talked to a patient. I could communicate with a patient for like two, two and a half weeks. They're either completely unresponsive uh-huh. or 100% Spanish speaking only. And it drove me crazy. Like I couldn't talk to any of my patients, not one for like three weeks. And then I had like a two day period where like every single patient I needed to start an IV on had bullshit for veins. Oof. And I missed like all of the IVs I tried to get in like two days. Damn. I was like, fuck, like, this is, I was like, I'm going through one of those stents. Yeah. And it wasn't that. too long ago. It was like a month ago where I was like, dude, I'm fucking nailing every, I haven't, yeah, missed, yeah. I haven't missed a fucking IV in like four months. This is awesome. And all of a sudden I have like this two week stent where I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me try again. Fuck. <laughs> it was, I was, for some reason, man, I, like uh, up until this. Like, yeah. Those are like, OB, hey, you want me to get that? No, no, no. I'm going to get this. <laughs> dude. <laughs> I swear to God. And then like the one, the, the very fucking few that had like a visible vein, I was like, okay, I got this fucking rolls like crazy. I'm like, dude, I don't understand. I'm pull, I'm like pulling good traction down, trying to, I following, if you guys don't follow her, the IV queen on mm. Instagram, she's a shit. But I was like doing all the little techniques, fucking couldn't get an <laughs> IV to save my life, dude. And I was like, I'm losing it. I'm fu- I, my, I, my fucking mojo is gone. Like, I don't know. It's, I, uh, I'm done. I was so pissed. And then finally I was like, okay, just fucking chill out. And yeah. it was an easier week this week or last week. I think it got out of my funk, but dude, I swear to God, it was a couple of weeks. Ago, I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking losing it. Like I'm, so I'm going to have to go back to school. Yeah, yeah, to I was like, I'm fucking pathetic. Yeah. Dude, we had this hard stick in, in that holding area. She was, you know, what was she using? Heroin or whatever. Or like she had terrible veins. Now she's just like skin popping everywhere. Ugh. Uh, dude, we ended up. She had like um, you know, like varicose veins on her abdomen. We were just getting twenty fours in. 
And like that's so yeah. But then like she was like withdrawing so hard, like every two minutes she would be wrapped up in her IV, tubing, all her linen would be on the floor. She had two or she pulled out four that night. Um, oh my god. Dude, it was nuts. And like with the good IVs, I remember we were giving her like out of van Q for every four hours, right? For the withdrawals. But like at one point she was just so doped up on Ativan, but still restless, like tweaking. Dude, she was walking around the room fucking naked. I don't know, like this is her sixth gown and, and like do it. Keep going. Was stupid. <laughs> Dude just walking around like, oh, I can't get comfortable, this and that. And she had a fucking turtle poking out. I was like, What are you doing? Why are you out of bed again? I need to use the bathroom. I was like, You're walking no. in you're walking in circles no. around the fucking commode. Like just sit down. Dude, it was the size okay, it wasn't even a turtle, dude. It was the size of like a golf ball. You can see it poking out of her white ass. Like, and I was like, what is that? She's like, I need to use the bathroom. Fucking sit down. <laughs> like, Then use it. I don't know what the oh fuck's wrong with you. Oh, my God. It was so terrible. Did I ever like, tell you about the fo- football-sized shit that we pulled out of some dude's ass? What? Was this in clinicals? Because you wouldn't uh, be doing that in the field, would you? Yes. It was like three weeks ago. No it wasn't way. It long ago. It was maybe a month or two. Uh-huh. But uh, this guy, it was, it was just a, like a lift assist. I want to say it was just a lift assist. But he needed to get from his chair to his bed. Okay. Like super immobile, big fat guy. Yeah. Um, but when we got him over, he was like, oh, you know, I think I need to get changed. I'm like, are you fucking serious? I was like, I can't just leave this guy. Yeah. yeah. So we roll him over and uh, one of the other engineers is helping me. Like everybody else is like, I can't fucking do this. Like he's, he's the only one who's helping me. And uh, this guy had some gross fucking ulcers and sores on his ass. They're like bleeding and stuff. Yeah. But then like... Uh, we like pull up and like lift up a butt cheek, and this shit. Oh my god, that is huge. It's I'm not even over embellishing like the football size of it. And thank God, the, you think uh, he passed it at once, or it was just I like don't know. layers? I don't know. Like, did you count the rings on it? Does he hold it? Was did like, you ever watch? Uh, <laughs> did you ever watch the Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where like who pooped the bed? No, I didn't. There was a I there was a funny part it. where like they're trying to like give theories and. One of them was that they both shit the bed and then it went into the middle and formed a super poop. <laughs> that seriously, I think my what happened. Like, I think he just sat in his asshole and like, like sat and Ugh. molded around till it formed this giant shit. It was huge. Luckily, the engineer grabbed it with like a chuck. Oh my god! And he like, he was like, it. Uh, he was like, it was so dead. That engineer? Yeah, he was. Oh. He was like, it's. It was like, it was like a brick. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. It was so foul. We had like, we just cleaned his butt up real fast. I was like, you good? And he's like, yeah, I won't call again. I'm like, okay, just give me the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was gnar. It was Ugh. huge. It was like bigger than this wine bottle. Dude, I was going to say. like, It was like the length of the wine bottle, but like the thickness yeah. of the base. It was no. fucking foul. Dude, I had one at. Sorry, church girls that won't listen to this podcast That's so that Brian funny. mentioned earlier, but it was. Dude. It was very disgusting. I had one at, at my part time. Like, uh, it was a kiddo that he was constipated. But he was a he was a big, thick kid, like like Diabito and Family Guy. If you know who that is, I don't. Just look it up. Look up little Diabito. Anyways, you know what I'm thinking about is that there's like a fat Asian kid meme where his hands look like little cat paws. It could be like that too. Okay. Yeah, very similar. <laughs> um. Anyways, we had we gave him an enema, I th- or the nurse gave him enema, and was like, "Dude, you can't leave until you take a shit, right? Like, we need to make sure that yeah. you're going." And it was funny because the kid was fucking sassy yelling at his mom like, I want to go. Like, I can't. This and that. Right? And then all of a sudden, I just hear like crying. And they're like, can we go now? And I was like, what do you mean? And so he took a shit. Uh, and you saw it on the CT. The, the, the doc was like, he needs to poop. You know, we saw it on the CAT scan. 
you know, blah, blah, blah. Dude, it was as big. It wasn't as tall as the wine bottle, but the girth, right? And then just like, right, the neck. Oh, Dude, it was like a vortex. Do you remember the vortex asshole? as a kid? No, it didn't. Remember yes, the orange the vortex? Footballs. Yeah, yeah, it was like that big, minus the wing. But I was like, oh my God, like... Good job, buddy. You want to go home? Let me get your paperwork. <laughs> I was like, oh. Here's some ice for your butthole. Oh, dude, it was that sounds huge. horrible. Huge. I was like, oh my god, that would hurt me. I like, don't. Well, it would hurt anybody. Yeah. I guess unless they. No, but it was like formed. I I didn't. It was in a bedpan. I I didn't have to get rid of it with a chuck. But you didn't have to manhandle no, it. it Ugh. No. It was so gross. It looked dense. Like I don't. That's crazy. I don't understand. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. How does that come out of you? I don't know. Then again, how do people stick that stuff in them? <laughs> Touche. How did we? I don't know. <laughs> get onto I have no idea. Poop. Uh, giant poops. Nothing. Oh Jesus! What else is going on with you? Or, do you have any plans for Thanksgiving? No, I'm actually having to work at one of the jobs as my per diem requirement. Actually, I didn't even know when Thanksgiving fell on. It was just my regular like Thursday. I, I want to work. Know. It's like 26, I think. It's one of the regular days I, I usually work at my other job, and so I just put myself on, so I'll oh, just be there. There you go. It'll be fine. I have it off, but then all my family's far, so. I don't, you don't even want to spread it right now either. <laughs> oh, that too. Let's go with that. But uh, yeah, so work at Thanksgiving. I got to take um, PHTLS or TNCC by February. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I keep forgetting, but it's a condition of my employment at my CCT job. I am CCT a job. PHTLS instructor. When are you going to host the class? We don't let outsiders classes at work <laughs> well actually i i saw that because i need phtls or tncc but the tncc is good for flight as well so i'm going to try to get that one. do that yeah. yeah that makes sense so they're not too tough it's the same i heard it's the same oh really i heard it's the same except i had a a, a co-worker take it that used to be a medic as well and he said dude it's phtls with as you're doing your primary survey and you stop at the neck. This person needs. You're like a he CP. needs. Yeah, exactly. That's what I heard it was. I was like, oh, okay. That doesn't sound bad. But it's a lot. It's expensive. It's like 300 bucks. Yeah, so. but it's not all of them are. I know. Even like ACLs and PALs are super expensive. Is it really? I don't remember the initial. Like 250. Damn. Oh, initial I think is like 300. Oh, I get that done before February. And then I feel like COVID's really fucking up everything else though. Like yeah, travel and gyms trips. closed again and. Gyms. I was about to sign up for another pass, but luckily I didn't. Well, only they charge you because they can't. Yeah. Well, I don't know. What gym do you have out near you? I was going to sign up for Fitness 19. That's the closest one now. Is it? Yeah. Is it not 24? 24 has cost me 50 bucks a month. And I wasn't even going... As if you don't work three jobs. I wasn't even going at like two in the morning when have your sugar that mama. would be... Uh, she's already paying for a lot. So. <laughs> I love well, you, never mind. You're paying for a lot already. Thank you. Appreciate you. <laughs> so yeah. That's it. Well, fuck, man. I got nothing else. I'm I'm boring. I just have a uh, I have my like nerd shit going on. Oh, what are the three books you're reading? What <laughs> are you watching? The Queen's Gambit. Is that why you have a chess table? No. Now? Okay. I swear to God. Whatever. Kirsten got that for me for my birthday. Okay. Birthday or anniversary? Sure. Anyway, she got it for me like three months ago, and we played a couple times. Uh, it's I think it's because we uh, we played in Australia. We went to this really big, beautiful library. Okay. It was like part museum, part library, and they had a bunch of chess boards set up. I was like, oh, let's go play. Like I haven't played since I was a kid. Yeah. And uh, we played a, game, a little game. It was fun. And I was like, oh, you know, I I just actually really like chess. And uh, 
she got it for me. And since then, I was like, no, I think that'd be a good little endeavor. Like, I'm not very good at it. I think it'd be one of those cool things to learn and get really good at. So I kind of like, I really want to start playing more. And all of a sudden, uh, somebody told me like, oh, you should watch The Queen's Gambit. Have you watched it? I watched the first episode. It was pretty fucking good. It's good. Yeah. I think we're, I'm in the third episode. Yeah, but... Um, third or fourth, but that's good. So, and then like uh, that, that couple weeks of the... Uh, well, I've been wanting to learn Spanish for like the last year, but I just didn't have like the right motivation or yeah. plan for it. So I kind of laid out like, okay, what are the few goals that I really want to accomplish over the next year? And I'm starting to like make little bits of progress. You know, every day I have to go try, uh, put forth an hour into two. It's like one of them is mountaineering. So I'm reading the, it's pretty much the textbook on mountaineering. Hmm. Um, and then like, I'm doing, I'm playing, like, learning more about chess and, like, learning techniques and strategies and stuff. And then I'm reading um, The Happiness Hypothesis and The Brothers Karamazov, and I just finished Slaughterhouse-Five. So that was the one I was telling Mike about. Oh, okay. I don't know, man. I'm just trying to... Damn. And and engineering shit. So that's, like, tomorrow I'm going to focus probably half the day on engineering shit because it's just, like... It's like flashcards and, and videos and just, like, practicing, going over changers. Like, I videotaped fucking Taylor doing his... His change it's called a changeover. So you okay. go from the the tank on the engine pumping to the hose, mm-hmm. and then it switches over from uh, from that to the the hydrant. That's the water supply. So you have to do like a specific moves, like setting tire chocks and opening up the tank to pump and all this shit. And it's just little steps, and you want it to be smooth. That's kind of how your engineer test starts. Okay. And then they'll add in. All right, now you have this hose line that going. You have this hose line going. The fucking master stream and what are the different PSIs for each? There's just it's more elaborate. From is there troubleshooting too? I'm assuming they're gonna throw in like little. Yeah, they do little things. So like uh, they bring you down to where so you can you have to have a certain residual in your intake and usually is uh, 20 psi. So what depending on how hot the hydrant is. So like we were um, the one we were training on was just from one four inch was uh, at 100 psi. So it was quite a bit of of water that we could utilize. So even when we opened up a it was a inch and three quarter. TFT nozzle, so like 150 GPM. Um, it didn't even move the intake at all. So then, like they, there has like they'll ask you about like like volumes for a specific hose line. You're like you have to know what your it's like a shitload of yeah. math. So I still don't know what the fuck I'm talking about with it. <laughs> and <laughs> Sounds then, like it. And then there's a lot of numbers, huh? It, I don't know shit about fuck. Uh, yeah. So like uh, you know they'll ask you like tell me about the death system, which is like diesel exhaust fluid, and there's oh, like. Yeah, yeah. A solid 15 minute, you know, I have it written out. Is there really? I just know it's for emissions, right? I talk about death fluid for about 15 minutes. Oh my God. About, you know, how the uh, EPA came out with initial regulation to decrease it in 2008. And this was the, what led from that. In 2010, they made the adjustment to decrease this. And dude, there's a shitload with just death alone. Let alone the air brake system, the Jake brake system, the all the t- all that shit. You know, the the pump itself. Like, I don't know anything about the pump itself at this point. You know, and there's tons wow. to know about it. So, so you like going crash course in like diesel school, <laughs> mechanic school, yeah, yeah, diesel yeah. school, fucking pump school. It's it's <sighs> like, and then I love I love my my captain and my my engineer. But like my captain's teaching method usually is like you need to put forth all the book work, and then when you do like the the manipulative mm-hmm. training. I'm going to shit all over you and then you need to do better from there. There's no like, okay, hey, let me, let's sit down and talk about death. Okay. And we'll sitting and he's like, no, well, this is how this works. There's none of that. You really? go look at, you go figure wow. out how that works. And then you tell me about how you think it works. And then I'm going to shit all over you and I'm pick it apart. Work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, fuck. So that's, that's his teaching method. And I get it. it. It's an effective method. It definitely makes you put in the groundwork, but it's not, it's like, it's fucking hard. Like sometimes yeah, yeah. you can't find certain things and it's like a pain in the ass, especially for me who has like a pretty minimal foundation. It's like, damn. 
it's daunting. It's fucking, all of this has been daunting. Like, I don't know the fuck to start Spanish. So I just looked up like Spanish podcasts and YouTube videos. What about on. Duolingo? I started on that. That seemed pretty easy enough, but then I just, I don't know. Making flashcards and stuff. Oh, okay. I'm pretty, I'm pretty adamant. So I have my plan. Two hours a day on two different topics. Nice. Are you, flashcards, are you using like a... Do you want to play chess? I do. I'm terrible at it. That's fine. Kirsten's terrible. <laughs> I love her. I beat that ass at Scrabble the other night. So hard. <laughs> so hard. She was like, how are you coming up with these words? I ravaged her. Like, oh my it was God. like 100 to 260 or something as far as points are concerned. Ravaged. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't fucking end it. Oh like, my God. This could keep going, but this abuse needs to end at some point. Because I need to go to bed. Damn. So she, yeah, she was like, at, we were at fucking Costco. And she's like, oh, look, an old school Scrabble. You want to get it? I'm like, I don't care. She was like, <laughs> she was like we're getting it. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to fucking pay for a fucking $50 Scrabble table, I guess. Is it, Whoop that ass. But yeah, is that chest, below it? No, oh, where's no, the Scrabble's over there. Spanked her. <laughs> and she'd spend like 10 minutes on one word i'm like fucking let's go and as soon as she put down a word i'd put down another word she's like fuck <laughs> it'd be a like curse would be like six points mine would be like 40 i'm like <laughs> she's like how is this possible i'm like gotta be fucking ridiculous that's so funny anyway now i'm just for this rambling no speaking of like mechanic stuff dude i bought a toolbox for my birthday guess what the whole of the plan was i don't know i have no tools to assemble the toolbox <laughs> no way dude i just i was like i want a toolbox and then I was like, you know, I need to start working on my car. Um, you know, I just want to build my own tools at my house now. Start working on on the M3 and stuff. And I was like, all right, I got everything. I was like, wait a minute. I don't really have anything to what do you need? this with. Huh? What do you need? Actually, Sockets? I have a I have a small mechanic socket set that my dad left. I have a big mechanic socket set if you want some. I have because I have, I think I have. What? The ratchet? Yeah. They're half inch, three eighths, and quarter inch. I'm pretty sure I have three eighths is three the most eight, common. Three eighths. Yeah. I have like a, two pairs of three eighths. So if you need extra, I have a shit. I'll let you know. But I was all like, yeah. Oh, wait. Do oh, I have anything shit. to assemble this with? I might. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So there's that. But I need to get it. And that's speaking of fucking garages and i need to get the fuck out of this apartment i'm going crazy oh yeah what here want to wrap this up we can actually have a different conversation oh yeah, more, yeah, yeah less we should watch the cabin tube since uh god damn it yeah i didn't look into what it was about it's all right i want to show you the first episode and then i'll leave after that okay but uh we're yeah. gonna go watch the cabin for your quarantine stuff what queen's gambit the liberator's pretty good if, if people are into like historic world war ii stuff if you still haven't watched the social dilemma you should watch that too social dilemma's good and then what was the other one i watched seduced the documentary on nexium evil cult. evil's good too all right do you guys listen to that watch all that evil the cabin queen's gambit seduced <laughs> what was the last one fuck it i don't you remember oh liberator a lot of watching to do yep. all right guys all right <clears throat> catch you on the next one i promise we'll actually have a fucking topic at some point Dude, i think the next one's gonna be uh we'll talk about cardiac arrests and then i uh we really want to get our friend tam on to talk about military and his medic experience in the army so or we'll go over lab values we got a couple yes skyler's gonna come back and go over lab values so you got a lot we got a lot of more educational episodes coming up but uh this was just one of one our ones to catch up and get something out there for you guys because we know how eager you are to hear our voices (laughs) all right all right catch you later see ya all right. Thank you for listening to Hole in the Wall. Like us at YouTube, Instagram, or iTunes. Feel free to contact us at holdingthewall at gmail.com or DM us at Instagram at holdingthewall. Thank you to our sponsors and support us on Patreon for extra content. Hope to see you soon. Toodaloo, motherfuckers.